The Productive Woman, Episode 148. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you for joining me again. In this episode, we're going to talk about using the mid-year milestone to take stock and recalibrate for the rest of the year. You'll find links to resources I mentioned and more information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 148. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks and Alt-MBA. Now, if you've listened before, you know Alt-MBA is a program created by Seth Godin for those who want to up their leadership and management skills, but are looking for an alternative to a traditional MBA program. You can check it out at altmba.com slash productive women. And I'll talk a little bit more about them later. But first, I want to talk about our other sponsor, which is FreshBooks. This is a great online accounting software that I've been using myself for the past year, and they're offering you as a Productive Woman listener a free 30-day all-access trial so you can find out for yourself how helpful and, and how usable it is. Those of you who are freelancers or running a small business, owe it to yourselves to check it out, and you can do that by visiting freshbooks.com woman. Uh, The all-new FreshBooks is easy to use, but it's also full of powerful features that let you manage your business efficiently and effectively so you can spend your time doing your business instead of managing the money. I love how easy it is to create an invoice template that incorporates your own logo, your own colors. And then from that, you can very quickly send invoices. I can send them from my computer or my smartphone, and clients can pay online with a click of a button. Uh, FreshBooks says that their customers, on average, get paid four days faster than people who don't use a system like this, who don't use FreshBooks. I never have to wonder how my business financers are doing because I've linked FreshBooks with my bank account, my business credit card. So all that information is brought into this one place, and I can see at a glance what I've spent who owes me what, when invoices are coming due, what's coming up. It's just a great tool for managing the finances for your business. As I said, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to Productive Woman listeners. And to claim it, all you have to do is go to freshbooks.com woman and be sure to enter the Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. I think you're going to love it. Let me know what you think. Okay, so let's get right into the main topic for this episode. As I'm recording this, we, I, you know, the world, uh, we've recently hit some important milestones, both life in general and in me personally. Uh, First of all, July 1st was the three-year mark of the Productive Woman podcast. It's my three-year podiversary, so to speak. Um, I, it's just amazing to me that, uh, we've been going for three years now. This week also is the one year anniversary of launching the productive woman community Facebook group, which has its own milestone. And in, in addition to being a year old now, just this past week, we jumped up over a thousand members in the community. These are women from all over the world that, uh, I, I are just 
actively communicating with and supporting each other, encouraging each other, sharing ideas and information. It's just been amazing to me to watch that community grow, not just in numbers, because the numbers aren't what matter to me. What matters to me is the engagement and the conversations that are going on there. In addition to the three-year potiversary, the one-year anniversary of the community Facebook group, the, you know, reaching this milestone number, uh, we're also, uh, we've just passed the halfway mark in this year, 2017. So as I do mid-year, I spent some time recently thinking about the, the first half of this year, the past three years of podcasting, this past year in the community, all of these, you know, kind of looking at the past, um, looking at how things are going, what's, what's happened during this time, and giving some thought to what's to come, both uh, for me personally, for the podcast, for the community, all those sorts of things. And I, just as an aside, I would encourage you to consider doing something similar. As you uh, are listening to this, if you listen to it when it first comes out, uh, we're into the second week of July, but it's definitely not too late if you haven't already done this sort of retrospective and prospective look at the, the year past or the six months past and the six months to come. I encourage you to do that. And to, to maybe help encourage you, I thought I'd share a little bit about what I did how I did it, some of the thoughts I've had as a result of this process that I do. So at the mid-year point, I don't do as in-depth a review as I do at year-end. At the end of the year, I really spend time over the course of a couple weeks really looking back and, and then planning for the forward. But mid-year, I just take an afternoon or a morning. I spent a few hours yesterday looking at some things and journaling and um, uh, mid-year, I think, is just a good time to pause, to check and see if I'm headed in the right direction, make adjustments if I need to. Personally, I wanted to look at what's working, what's, uh, what's not working, where am I on track, where am I off track, and I mean both personally and professionally in my, in, in my law practice and in the productive woman, my family, all of those things. I, I kind of take a look at all of those things. I look at what challenges I uh, have been facing and, you know, what I see coming forward and brainstorm what I'm actually going to do to address them. But I also look at what, what are my wins? What, and this is actually where I started is listing just a few of the highlights of the year so far. I, I think it's important to start with that, to set a positive tone. And I have to be really intentional about that because just by nature, maybe by my legal training, I'm not sure what, um, it's very easy for me to notice the things that aren't going right, the challenges that I'm facing less easy for me to pay attention to the things that have gone well and sort of celebrate those wins. So I wanted to take time right at the outside of the process to look at those highlights, actually acknowledge them and write some of those things down so that I can go back and look at them and, and remember that good things are happening. Uh, you know, I'm accomplishing things. I'm experiencing good things. And so that's just where I start. But I also spend then some time looking at the challenges and not just, you know, sort of wallowing in them, but thinking, all right, what can I do to overcome that? Some of the tools that I used for my review, and again, this is a, a, a 
shorter review thing, a less extensive review than I do at year end. And so it started with my calendar, my um, bullet journal. And, you know, I flipped through both of those to remind myself of what's happened so far. Uh, and, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, a couple of things I've been doing in my bullet journal, including a, a mood tracker and how that had an impact on my thinking about the coming six months. So those were kind of the uh, the first place that I went to look at, just to look look at the six months past, where did I go? What did I do? What's changed? What happened? Kind of thing. And then I also used, this time, my iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. I, I have an Apple Pencil that I use. So I have the 12.9-inch the iPad Pro, the, the big one. And I love it with my Apple Pro, uh, Apple Pencil. I have a couple of different note-taking apps uh, that I use, one of them being GoodNotes and another one being Notability. And I probably use Notability more than the other one. But they both allow me to sit, uh, because of the technology of the iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil, I can hold it on my lap and um, write, even with my hand resting on it, write on it as if I was writing on paper, but I'm not using paper. You could certainly do the same process with a notepad and, and a pen or whatever, but it's fun for me to use the technology. And um, with that, what I did with that was I used, I wanted to kind of journal some very specific things to um, to uh, remind myself of some things to think about. And I took a tip from our previous guest, Kara um, Benz, you know, from Boho Berry. She's the bullet journal lady. Um, she re- does and recommends Lisa Jacobs, uh, who has a lot of tools. She's a business coach. Lisa is a business coach, but she has some tools that are really useful, n- even for people, not just for business, but for life in general. And Lisa did a couple of blog posts over on her blog at marketyourcreativity.com. I'll link to the specific blog posts in the show notes for this episode. But she did uh, two blog posts that had her mid-year review questions, the questions that she answers. And she actually lists the questions and then she shared her answers for each of them. So you can kind of see how it works. And that was real helpful. Um, And so the questions that she asks in these two blog posts are, what feels good about the first half of 2017? What's clicking? What's working right? Um, Number two, what areas of your life or business are feeling out of sync? Number three, what do you want the rest of the year to feel like? What would you like to see take shape? Number four, what will you need to do to make that visualization come true? Number five, what would you like to stop doing? What's eating up your time, making you feel bad, or not contributing to your best life in any way? Number six, what activities, products, actions, or ideas are working for you this year? And then the, the, some of the ones, um, the last four, I guess, are kind of more business oriented, but they're still interesting. Number seven was, what was your best creative business payday? What products or services are selling well? What actions bring subscribers, fans, and followers? Number eight, what isn't working? What's costing time and money without generating a return? Number nine is, what do you want more of in the second half of 2017? 
I love that question. Really, you know, these are so thought provoking. And number 10, how might you change your approach going forward? Again, I'll link to uh, the her blog post, Lisa's blog post that have these questions and kind of explain her process, because I found them really helpful to give me, you know, it seems like sometimes I have lots of stuff going on in my mind. But then when I sit down to do a review, my mind just blanks, and I'm not sure what what I want to say. And these questions really sparked some good thinking for me. And I just, you know, scribbled out my answers there on my iPad so that I've got it saved, I can print it or whatever. Um, And so those are some great questions to work work through whether whether you want to talk, uh, you know, look at professionally, personally, whatever. So those were the tools that I used for doing my mid year review. Um, and, and some of the things that I learned from going through the process, uh, you know, it really made me stop and think about the changes that have occurred in my life over the first six months of this year. I'm in a very different place right now in July of 2017 than I was in January of 2017. And there, you know, there are a lot of different things that have changed, but the things that really jumped out at me, first of all, um, that my, um, you know, my daily routine has changed drastically. Uh, as I've mentioned, I think in the past, and certainly in the newsletter, uh, I left my former law firm, a very large in, uh, international law firm, where I went to an office every day. I changed firms and now am working mostly from home. You remember, if you've been with me for a while, you know that for the, the three years prior to this spring, we had had we, an apartment in Dallas near my law office. Our home is in outside of Greenville, Texas, which is 55 miles away from downtown Dallas. And for many years, I drove back and forth, had a you know long commute. That's you know the good upside of that was that that's how I learned about podcasts. You know, I had to f- fill my time uh, driving in in interstate traffic. Uh, for two hours or more every day. And that's where I learned about podcasts and it led to me launching The Productive Woman. But for the past three years, instead of doing that commute to buy some time to do other things, we had this apartment in Dallas and that's where I stayed during the week. This spring, I left. we let that apartment go. I come back home and I'm very happy to be here. Uh, then shortly after that, I left my former firm and joined a different firm where I work almost exclusively from home. Uh, you know, I go into town when I have meetings with clients and that sort of thing or closing coming up. Uh, but it's, it's made a very different daily routine. I don't have a commute now. Um, and I have been trying to build a daily routine that I can sustain and that not only allows me to get work done, but also nurtures my physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Things that, frankly, had suffered pretty pretty drastically over the past few years uh, of with just, you know, my, my law practice being so kind of all-consuming. And it was part of the reason behind the the change that we made. And so... I have been trying to intentionally build a, for instance, a morning routine that includes exercise. Uh, Usually I get on the treadmill and, you know, read a book on my my little iPad mini and the Kindle app while I walk for half an hour to 40 minutes. Uh, But I go outside if I can. We live out in the country. It's summertime in North Texas, so it's 
very hot and, and can be quite humid. And I, I, for me, exercise out in that is is not an experience I enjoy. So if the weather doesn't permit, I, I do the treadmill or the elliptical. Uh, I try to make that part of my routine, drinking some water. I have built a, a ritual for when I come to my desk before I actually look at my computer and start doing my legal work. I uh, I have uh, light a candle on my desk. Uh, I'm using candles. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. I really like these. They're called making light candles, and um, they they have real pretty scents. And they're just kind of a I don't know. There's something about having the candle there on my desk. Uh, I light that. I read a few verses from my Bible or a chapter from a book that inspires or encourages me, and then journal just a few sentences using a pen and a notebook that I really like. So I'm trying to do those things as part of my morning before I start work. I'm trying to incorporate into my routine and uh, uh, pausing f- work for lunch away from my desk. And one of the things that I've done over the past many years is most of the time I would just, if I ate lunch at all, it would be at my desk while I continued working. I'm trying to to take that out, of, you know, change that and walk down the hall, uh, make myself a sandwich, sit in the dining room or go outside if the weather permits, but just get away from my desk for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. I'm trying to build into my daily routine to get outside every day, even if it's just to walk to the mailbox in the afternoon. It's, it's a little ways down our, we have a long driveway here in the country. I'm trying to make sure I stop what I'm doing so that I can go talk to my husband for a while when he comes home um, and hopefully have dinner with him and and our son. If uh, we have our youngest son, who's 23, still lives at home while he finishes college. Uh, If he's home, try to all sit down. We don't do that every night, but I'm trying to make that more part of the routine and to, to, to do something creative every day. And for me, that's a few minutes practicing um, hand lettering, like brush lettering. I'm trying to learn how to do that. And then I'm also trying to build a uh, an evening routine that lets me rest better. So turn off my computer and close my office door at the end of my workday so I'm not tempted to come back in and work more. Having dinner, as I said, with my husband and my son if he's around. Reading something relaxing or enriching and getting to bed at a reasonable time. That's all... That seems so basic, but it's a very different routine from what I've had before. And um, I I will admit, and I'll talk about this in a minute, it's been a little bit of a challenge uh, because old habits die hard, Uh, which if you listen to the episode about uh, the power of habit, (laughs) that's why that book is so interesting to me. All right, so one of the things that's changed over the past six months in my personal and professional life is that daily routine in the actual firm that I'm a part of. Another thing that's changed is that the productive woman community has grown immensely. As I mentioned, uh, there are more and more people listening, more and more people coming to be part of uh, the community on Facebook. I'm hearing from lots of you via email, which I love hearing from you. So please... I've had I've mentioned this before, but I want to pause just here and say again. Often, when I get an email from you, uh, it's prefaced with an apology for bothering me, and I want you to know. Please hear me on this. It is never a bother for me to hear from from you. 
from the people who listen to this show, it's, it's an honor to me when you take the fact that you even listen, I I'm sincerely honored by that. But when you take time to send me an email, that is not an interruption in my day. It's a highlight of my day. Um, but anyway, so that's a big change. The community has grown and my ability to work with and interact with you as listeners has grown both because I have a little more time now, but also because there are more of you that are reaching out to me because the Facebook group has grown. We've hit that a thousand members plus mark. There's lots and lots of conversations going on in there. And I love watching that and being part of it when I can. Uh, in addition, there's the mastermind groups that we're kind of in the middle right now, um, into the second half now, I guess, of the the summer mastermind or the spring mastermind groups uh, that are meeting now. And so those are things that have changed. What has not changed, uh, certainly with respect to the productive woman, with all the things that have changed, one thing that hasn't changed is my commitment to provide content that adds value to your life. I don't take it lightly that you take time out of your day to listen to me talk. And I want it to be something worth that time. I want you to walk away feeling like it wasn't a waste of your time to listen. And so I'm constantly trying to find ways to uh, streamline the, the technical pieces of it so that I can really focus on giving you worthwhile content a lot of which is inspired by you, by the emails I get from you, the conversations in the Facebook group and that sort of thing. So that's kind of the big picture of what's going on in my life, in my law practice, in the productive woman as a, as a, you know, a, a thing, <laughs> I don't know what to call it, business, uh, calling, uh, community, uh, some of the things that I am really, uh, as I said, one of the things that I do uh, as part of my routine is start with what's working, what's gone well, what are some of the highlights. Those changes certainly are part of those highlights. Some of the things that I'm loving, um, that that I'm happy about that's going on, the things that are working well, I've already mentioned. The, um, the conversations in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group are just inspiring. And I, I love the way you support each other and encourage each other. If you're not a member of the community uh, Facebook group right now, um, any woman who listens to the show is welcome to join. You can go to the productivewoman.com slash group, and that'll take you right to that page. And you can just click on the join button and I'll be happy to invite you in to be part of the conversation. So, so that to me, that's a huge win. It's a huge upside. It's a wonderful thing to see that community growing and the support and encouragement that women are offering each other. Uh, things that I'm loving right now and what's working for me is my, my bullet journal and the fountain pens and the other pens that I use. I really enjoyed that. It's helped me feel um, a little more strategic and a little more aware and in touch with what's important and what, you know, how I'm spending my time. I'm loving those making light candles that I mentioned. Uh, they just add a little something to my morning routine and help me feel um, kind of centered. I, as a side thing, I've, I'm trying to drink more water and I have subscribed to something called Hint Water. I'll put a link in the show notes uh, for all this stuff, but um, 
I can't remember what the, the, I didn't write down what the link is, but it'll be in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 148. This hint water, you can subscribe and it's pure water with, with just a hint, hence the name of flavor, fruit flavor that is all by non-GMO, you know, it's, it's all natural. Uh, and I really like it. It's very refreshing. My husband even likes it. So that's working real well to get me to drink more water. Uh, our book club book, uh, we just uh, just launched the Productive Woman uh, Community Book Club, uh, thanks to Linda, I think it's Cadiente, who's a member of the community who raised it as a suggestion, and it was something I'd been thinking about anyway, so I thought, let's go for it. And uh, the community voted. We're reading Carson Tate's book, Work Simply. And as I'm recording this, we literally just started a couple days ago. Um, but I'm reading it right along with the group, and I've already had to pause many times to highlight something or jot a note or just reread a section and think about it. It's really, there's a lot of good stuff in there. So that's great. And this, as I mentioned, I'm learning some hand lettering, and I'm doing that just for fun. I have no business purpose for it. It's just something I enjoy doing. So those are some of the wins, some of the upsides, some of the highlights of the last six months. Some of the challenges that I've been dealing with. Um, I'm back living in the country, whereas before, when I first uh, was doing the podcast and and all this stuff, um, you know, I was living, I was doing that from the apartment in town in Dallas with screaming fast internet because it was, you know, very urban uh, area. Well, we live in the country out where you know, AT&T U-verse doesn't come here. There's no, no fiber optics here. Our options for internet service are limited. And I've had continual difficulties with that since we came out here, which is stressful because I rely on it, uh, for my law practice and for the productive woman stuff, the, the mastermind groups, the interviews for the podcast. So that's been a real challenge. Uh, another challenge is sort of a double-edged sword. I've had more legal work than I expected. Um, I really was looking to um, bring my practice kind of down a notch to leave more time for other things. But so far, uh, I've been I've had plenty of legal work, more than I was expecting. I don't like to let people down. And so it's created in me, it's not a problem for, you know, anything except my reaction. Uh, my temptation is to spend more time on it, to skip my morning routine and the self-care and all, and work right through lunch and all those, not do those things that I was talking about a few minutes ago. But, uh, you know, that, so that's a huge challenge for me, but, you know, I am so aware that health and well-being are so critically important. They're so easy to bump to the bottom of the list or completely off, but it really is crucial to take time to, to make time to do the things that are necessary for physical, emotional, and mental health to eat well, to rest, to have some fun, whatever those things are for you that serve you, that help you feel good about your life, those, all those, you know, the rituals and the routines that I talked about earlier are things that are important to me. And yet I'm struggling to, uh, maintain them because of this urge to, um, get, 
you know, get right to work because there's so much that needs to be done and, and tight deadlines and stuff. Small things really make a huge difference. And, and I'm, I've become so aware as part of this mid-year review process, especially, you know, we work so hard, most of us do, most of the time that we can forget to make time to enjoy or even experience the life we're working for, you know. So I, um, I've really been paying attention to that and really think, been thinking about that a lot. One of the things I noticed in my review, I mentioned earlier that one of the things I did was flip through my bullet journal and look at uh, things that I have in there. Um, I had in the last couple of months incorporated a daily mood tracker uh, into the bullet journal. This is something I got the idea from several other people that do bullet journals Basically, you you assign a different color to different types of moods, and you just you just mark, in, you know, with the color what your mood was on a given day. And it's very interesting to me to go back over the last two or three months. And one of the things I realized was how seldom, I mean, literally, I almost never used the color that I had assigned to joy, to joy, happiness, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and I thought, well, hmm. You know, that's, is that the life I want to have that I, you know, I didn't have a lot, it wasn't all bad. I had some days marked stressed or tired. I had a lot of days where that I had, my mood was peaceful or grateful or, you know, things like that, but almost never did, could I mark down that I felt joyful that day? Well, awareness is the first step to change. Uh, now that I'm aware of it, I'm now intentionally looking for ways to incorporate activities and experiences into my life that will bring joy, that will bring laughter, that will bring happiness, surrounding myself with the people that I love and, and the activities that, that make us, you know, happy. So that's just, you know, something kind of a side issue, but that some of that came from the, the, the challenge of having more legal work than I expected. And I'm grateful for that, but it, it is, has become a challenge. Another challenge, I guess, is that tension between wanting to accomplish things, to achieve worthwhile goals, to make a difference, to leave a legacy, all those things that we think of related to productivity, uh, the tension between those things, wanting those things, but also needing time to relax, to restore, and to enjoy life. There's that urge to to check things off the list versus just being. Um, it's and it's I, I'm struggling with that a lot. Uh, I'm being real here. I hope I hope this doesn't disappoint you if you think that I've got it all figured out. I, I hope that I've made it clear from episode zero of this podcast. I don't have all the answers here. And I'm just kind of sharing with you what my process has been and what's been on my mind in the hopes that it will, A, encourage you that you're not alone, and B, maybe you've got some ideas that I can learn from. Um, but so there's that tension. There are things I want to accomplish, things I want to do. I have goals that I think are valuable and worthwhile. I want to make a difference in the world, but I also need time to rest. I need time to just relax. And I, I, the, the tension between those two is a, a continual challenge, um, to let myself just be and not measure the value of a day in how much stuff I got done.
you know? Um, it's hard for me I, on a lot of fronts. When I take a day off from my law practice now, not only do things not get done, but I earn no money. My, my income that I'm contributing to the family through my law practice now is not a salary. It is, it's based solely on the work I do and, um, you know, the legal fees collected from clients. So if I don't work, I'm not earning money. Similarly, in a, but in a slightly different way, when I take a day off from productive woman activities, the, the things that I'm working on, then there's no progress made in creating new content or responding to your emails or interacting with you on Facebook. There's Because it's me. The productive woman is, right now it's me. Uh, I don't have a big staff. Uh, again, I hope that doesn't disappoint you. I've made a decision to make this a very personal um, outreach a very personal business. And so when I'm not doing it, if I just take a day and I'm sitting out on the front porch, watching my horses and reading a book, nothing, none of those things get done. And there are always things to be done. So I, I know you can relate to that. I've heard from you both in Facebook and in emails. So I know you struggle with much the same thing. And I'm just telling you, I'm there with you. And what I have to do, and that's part of the reason for this mid-year review, is I constantly have to come back to first principles. When I'm feeling that urge to run myself into the ground just to get one more thing done or stay at my computer just another half hour to, to do one more thing, I have to come back to first principles and, and ask myself, what do I want? What kind of life do I want? What kind of person do I want to be? What kind of marriage do I want to have? What do I want? What matters most to me? And whose life am I building? Am I trying to create something that looks like what I think somebody else is living, what somebody else might think is important? Or am I trying to make a life that, that speaks to who I am as a person and to the people that I care about, which includes you, that's, that's the challenge here because uh, the productive woman community is so important to me. There are so many things I would like to do for and with you, with the community at large, the, the people that I hear from and the people that I don't. There are so many things I would like to do for you and with you, but time is finite and I'm only one person and I could work all day every day and still not get it all done. And the fact is, it's very high priority to me, but it's not my whole life. So I am trying to remind myself of those things, uh, what really matters, what matters most, and weed through the noise that I mostly create in my own head to focus in on what matters most and what activities are going to help me make the most progress in the direction I want to go. Not just what I think I should do, but what speaks to me, what what I uh, what resonates most with me, and what I think is going to have the biggest impact um, on my life, on the lives of the people I care about, including this community. So, the other piece of the review is um, reminding myself the other value, I guess, of of this mid year review is it just a reminder of all that I have to be so grateful for. I mean, it's such, as I started out in this episode saying, there are so many uh, milestones that have happened. July 1st, 
as of July 1st, that was the third year anniversary of the date that I recorded and published the first episode of this podcast. And so much has happened in those three years. And I am so grateful for, for all those things. Three years of creating and sharing this podcast. Um, you know, as part of the review, I look back and I think of all the things I've learned and the ways I've changed and the people I've met, both listeners and other podcasters and my guests. And, you know, it's just been so amazing. And I am thankful for that. I am thankful for every woman who's taken time from her life to talk to me on this show for our collective benefit. I have learned from every one of them. I have developed friendships with some of them, and I am so grateful for that. I am grateful for every listener, uh, those I hear from and those I don't. I'm especially grateful to those of you who take a minute to write me an email or post on our Facebook group and share a bit of your lives with me. That It's, it's an honor, it's an inspiration, and I am so so grateful for that. At this sort of three-year anniversary, potiversary time, I have to pause and say thank you to some particular people um, besides my guests, besides the listeners. I am so thankful to my husband, Mike, for his support, for his encouragement, for the gear he let me raid from his music gear cat, um, closet, for the music that he composed and arranged and recorded, the, the theme music, he, that's all Mike, and for making me laugh on a daily basis and, and uh, giving me a reason to get up in the morning to see what crazy thing he's going to do. I'm grateful to, and I want to say thank you to Jenny Hampson, uh, the graphic artist who created the artwork for the show. I, I just, I've loved it from the day she sent it to me, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful and thankful, and I want to say thank you to Daniel J. Lewis for, for three years ago taking a chance on a brand new podcaster and welcoming, welcoming the productive woman to his network and for his support and encouragement for the past three years, he's made it uh, uh, easy for me to, to do this because of his technical knowledge and because of his encouragement and support. So that's the look back. I am so grateful for this experience and I am so looking forward to what comes next. I mean, for the second half of this year, that was the other part of the mid-year review is looking at what's working, looking what I, what I want to do going forward. Certainly there will be more episodes. I've got some really cool guests uh, that I'm excited to talk to and share with you uh, and, and always looking to create topics and, and, and provide information and encouragement that is worth your time to listen to. There will be masterminds. We've got the, the current groups that are going to be wrapping up at the end of July uh, I'll be kind of taking August off and doing a little planning and spending some time with my family. Uh, and then we'll start new mastermind groups in the fall, uh, probably the first week of September. I'm only going to host two groups. I really thought that I was going to do more than that, but I, as I've thought about it and planned and, and frankly prayed about it, um, I, I really have determined that for this, the fall session, I want to focus my time and energy on only 10 women who are really committed and motivated, who want to 
make progress and encourage others in making progress in defining for themselves what it means to live a life that matters and then going after that. And, um, so there, there, I'm only going to have two groups, only five women in each one. Um, they're, you know, they, I'll be, I'm taking applications now and I'll talk about that in a minute. The book club, I, I, we're in the middle of that, or we're not even in the middle. We just started. I'm so excited about that. I'm uh, reading the book along with you, and I look forward to seeing how that goes. I, if, if all goes well, we'll continue to do to choose a new book each month and, and do that process. I'm hoping uh, to do a, a live video chat uh, toward the end of the month where we can talk about it. We're having conversations in the Facebook group about the book, but I'd love to do a, you know, like a quick one hour, maybe a live video chat where we can talk about it in person. So there'll be watch, watch the Facebook group or the, about that. I uh, am working on creating a goal setting workbook that I hope to make available to you in the, the last half of the year something that you can use as a tool to help you in your uh, setting your goals for 2018 and beyond. And I'm considering plans for some sort of in-person planning retreat, kind of that goes with the workbook. Um, I, I'm not sure whether it's feasible, whether there would be enough interest uh, to put a, a, a retreat together of just, I'm talking, God, no more than 10, maybe, maybe 15 women getting together to learn and grow and, and set our goals together. Um, and, you know, just kind of talk about productivity. Uh, I maybe have some guests. I'm still thinking about that. If that's something you're interested in. Would you shoot me an email or post something in the Facebook group and let me know you can email me at feedback at the productive I'd like to know what the, you know, where the interest is. So that's a lot of information. I thought this was going to be a short episode, but not so much. Um, quickly, I, I wanted to say, you know, from all of this, some lessons that I've been pondering as a result of my mid-year review process and, and thinking about all that's happened. And there are really three things that came to mind. First of all, that in this life, change is inevitable and we can fight it or we can learn to deal with it in a healthy, intentional way. There have been lots of changes in my life in the last six months, in the last three years that I've been doing this podcast. Change has never been easy for me. Uh, I am learning the value of, of, of relaxing, accepting it, and learning to deal with it in, in a healthier way. So that's the first thing. Change is in, inevitable. The second important lesson that I hope you'll take to heart that I certainly am having to, is that self-care is important, okay? It's crucial. If we, if we don't take care of ourselves, we, we eventually will have nothing left to care for the other people in our lives. But not only is it important, there is time for it. Um, I've really been thinking about this a lot. I actually just had a conversation uh, with a guest for an upcoming episode. This guest, who, her physical health requires her to set aside time to take care of herself. And you'll hear more about it in that episode. But it really struck me that that's a lesson for all of us, that if it was necessary, if our lives depended on it, we could make a time, we could make a way to fit self-care exercise diet, you know, healthy eating and that sort of thing into our lives. And the fact is, 
it is necessary and it is so important for us to make that time. And finally, um, I guess my review and all the things that I've kind of shared with you today has just reiterated for me the importance of uh, the theme that keeps coming back to me of awareness and intentionality. We cannot make a change in our life for the better until we are aware of where we are and what needs to be changed. And then it takes intentional thinking and intentional action to make those changes and to move ourselves in the direction we want to go. So those are my thoughts on that. I wonder, what do you think? Do you take time mid-year to check on your progress toward your goals, to check on how you're feeling and what's going well, what's not, make adjustments as necessary for the rest of the year? I would love to hear your thoughts on that. You can share your questions, your ideas, your comments in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you find at theproductivewoman.com slash 148 or post a comment or a question in the uh, Productive Woman. Uh, you can do it on the Facebook page, the you know the podcast page, but even better in the community Facebook group because we can interact so much better there. If you enjoyed this episode, if you like the podcast, do me a favor, consider telling a friend about it, sharing it with the people that you know who might find it worthwhile. A uh, quick word about our second sponsor, Alt-MBA. This is, as I've said, an intensive leadership and management workshop. It's an immersive four-week online experience, compressed in time, but rich in experience that brings you together with other leaders in a variety of fields, both freelancers and employees at corporations that you've heard of. And together in small teams, you will work together on actual hands-on projects, applying the concepts you're learning. This isn't about sitting and watching videos. This is about doing the work and doing these projects that you apply the concepts you're learning while still at the same time building a portfolio of work that demonstrates your increasing skills and knowledge. So if you're a busy woman or man who wants to learn and grow as a leader and increase your impact in the world, then definitely check out the Alt-MBA as a different way to level up your management and leadership skills. They're accepting applications right now for the fall session. So to find out more, visit altmba.com slash productive women. And I always want to point out that a lot of times the links for my sponsors are woman or productive woman. This is altmba, A-L-T-M-B-A dot com slash productive women. And for special consideration, you could mention this podcast in your the application that they require and let them know I sent you. And finally, don't forget to check out our spon- other sponsor, FreshBooks, and take advantage of their special offer of a free 30-day unrestricted trial of their outstanding cloud accounting service. Visit freshbooks.com slash woman and enter the productive woman in their how did you hear about us section. And thank you so much to Alt-MBA and FreshBooks for supporting The Productive Woman. Last thing, if you're looking for support, ideas, and accountability in identifying and pursuing your own goals, maybe working through this mid-year review process together, 
I would love to work with you. I'd love to come alongside you and help you with that process. Visit the, the newly updated work with me page on the website to learn more about mastermind groups and personalized one-on-one coaching. Uh, as I said, new mastermind groups will start in September, but I'm taking applications now. You can find the work with me page at theproductivewoman.com slash services. Um, or, you know, if you go to the website, you'll see the work with me tab up at the top. And I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com if you have questions. And that is it for this longer than I expected episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. I hope there's something here that you can put into practice in your own life. Um, And I would love to hear from you, your thoughts on what I can do better. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself. Go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.